ever imagined a life that transcends your wildest dreams and current routine? Do you feel like you're being called to something bigger, greater, or better? Hello, and welcome to the You Are Meant For More podcast. I'm your host, Simona McNeil, and I'm a believer and follower of Jesus Christ, a wife, a mom of five, and an entrepreneur who believes that something divine happens when we choose courage over our comfort zone. Each Thursday, we'll explore what it means to rely on your faith instead of fear, and how to use our trust and belief in God to grow in motherhood, business, and spiritually. We'll explore a wide range of topics, from overcoming fear and shame to finding our true identities. And of course, I'll share some practical tips to unlearn societal norms that have held us back along the way. Together, we'll turn to teachings from the Bible to guide us, empower us, and remind us of our God-given strength. So whether you're taking the first steps towards exploring your calling or seeking inspiration to keep going, this podcast is for you. Join me and let's explore together how we can fulfill our divine purpose. It's time to share your story. Broken, damaged, and unloved. For most of my life, those are the three words that I have internally used to describe myself, just based on past experiences, what I've heard, what other people have told me. So this morning, during my quiet time, God, being all-knowing and knowing exactly what I needed to hear from him today, sent me to Isaiah 43. And in Isaiah 43, the verse that stood out was verse one. Now, this is what the Lord says, the one who created you, Jacob, and the one who formed you, Israel. Do not fear, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by your name. You are mine. Let's talk about it. Today's episode could legit be called Broken and Unloved, Confessions of a People Pleaser. But where's the fun in that? And of course, where is the SEO quality in that? (laughs) So I've been going through this book called Wonderfully Made by the author Allie Marie Smith. And in it, she asks a very poignant question that brings my re-education and unlearning from God during this season of life full circle. How does what you believe about how you came to exist impact your sense of identity and purpose? Now, initially, when I read this question, it's one of the journal prompts in her book. Initially, I thought it doesn't impact it at all. I wasn't impacted. If anything, I used it to become a better person. But because God is good and he's given us the Holy Spirit, I just felt this nudge to go deeper. So I sat there on the plane. And I thought about it. I put my headphones on. I blocked out all the other noise. And I just thought about it. And while I thought I escaped my childhood unscathed, maybe that was just me being in denial a little bit. The fact of the matter is that it had impacted me a lot. And I didn't even realize it. I didn't realize how my upbringing had impacted my life and the way that I see myself. In fact, I often wore the fact that I survived my childhood as a badge of honor. Like, look at me, I did it. I used to think I deserved a pat on the back just because I survived. It's funny, I can laugh at that now and just think back to 
my ignorance about the situation. As they say, ignorance is bliss. Today, as I look back on my life, I see that God's hand was over me the entire time. Just as his word says, he'll never leave you or forsake you. He loved me, guided me, protected, and provided for me when I denied him. And I'm so grateful that he did. So here are the three words that I have used to describe myself. Broken, defective, and unlovable or unloved. And correction. These are the three words that I used to use to describe myself. It's funny that I'm sharing this here because I've only shared this with one other human besides all of you now. The thing is, despite everything that I projected on the outside, there was still this underlying belief that molded my identity and the way that I saw God. I would think to myself, how can I believe you love me? Like, how can I believe that you would love me and that I meant for more if I've been abandoned? And I've only experienced transactional love. So some of you may be thinking, transactional love, what's that? So I'll give you an example. As a child, I did really well in school. It was something that I thought was all me. I thought, oh, I'm smart. (laughs) And it's just me. Not that it's a gift from God. Uh, But yeah, I was smart. And so I would get, you know, recognitions, awards, scholarships. And when that would happen, my parent would have an opportunity to boast and be excited. And other people would, you know, congratulate this parent and say, oh, she did a great job. And so it wasn't just me doing a great job. It wasn't about me doing a great job. It was about my parent needing to be seen as though they were doing everything right and needing that recognition because they didn't have the same opportunities as I had. And so whenever I or they would get the recognition, then I might get a hug in public. And hugs were not something that went around my house all the time. So that was something that I learned. Like if I do well, when I do well, when I'm successful, then I deserve love. And when I don't, then I'm not. And I think as a kid, that was, I just thought to myself, "Hmm, I've cracked a code. This is the way this works. But as I'm talking about this as an adult, I'm getting kind of choked up because I can see now where some of the negative beliefs or thoughts took root or were given, uh, given a foothold. And so on one side of the coin, it makes me sad, but on the other, it makes me so happy and grateful for God. So back to my story. As a kid, I never felt like I fit in. And I would often wonder if I would ever belong. I remember being in rooms filled with people and just feeling completely alone. So naturally, I assumed something was wrong with me. During these critical years, a family member told me that my father wasn't in my life because I wasn't a boy. You can only imagine what this did to me as a child. It left me feeling unwanted, and I felt like I was an accident, despite the fact that my Heavenly Father tells me in His Word that I am intentional and that He knew me before I was in my mother's womb. Now, I later found out that I was the product of multiple one-night stands and not a loving, committed relationship, as I was initially told. 
you would think that this revelation would give me some sort of solace or ease the hidden pain that I had put myself through for years, but it didn't. In fact, the hole behind my smile, the walls behind my eyes, they grew deeper and higher, respectively. But I had a plan. I knew how to fix myself. I knew how to fix it. I learned to camouflage the pain with people-pleasing and the nifty ability to adopt the identity of a chameleon. Yes, me, a human. I turned myself into a chameleon. I could fold, bend, and hide any part of myself based on the situation or people I was around. And I did this in order to meet the needs of others and to be exactly who they needed to be versus who God called me to be. Can you relate? (laughs) Has this happened to anyone else or am I alone in this? So there are a few questions that I want you to go through this week, a few journal prompts that I invite you to work through if you are struggling with identity. In what areas of your life are you bending, folding, hiding, camouflaging your true feelings, your true self, your true identity? Those are your journal prompts from today's episode. And as you work through those prompts, I invite you to share what you learned with me. And you can do so via email. Just send me a quick note to Simona at SideHustlesForMoms.com. I'll leave it in the show notes just so you don't forget until you have the correct spelling so I can get those emails. I would love to hear from you. But more importantly, I invite you to read God's word and see what he has to say about you. So this morning during my quiet time, our all-knowing father, knowing exactly what I needed, directed me to Isaiah 43. And of course, the first verse jumped out at me. And it's this. Now this is what the Lord says. The one who created you, Jacob, and the one who formed you, Israel. Do not fear, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by name. You are mine. And that's powerful, that the all-knowing, all-powerful, Alpha and Omega, the King of Kings, has called you and has declared you are his. The part that stood out to me was the fact that he's redeemed me. So he has redeemed me from the identities imposed by others that I have allowed to take root, the words or thoughts that I have turned into limiting beliefs and that I have given a foothold within my life, he's redeemed me from all of that. And instead, his word says that I am beloved. Romans 9, 25. He says that I'm a treasured possession. Deuteronomy 7, 6. He says that I'm his child. John 1, 12 and Romans 8, 17. He declares that I'm free. Galatians 5, 1. He says that I've been redeemed. Ephesians 1, 7. He says that I have been and will be restored. Colossians 1, verses 13 through 14, and 1 Peter 5, 10. He says that I have been and can be forgiven. Hebrews 10, 17, 1 John 1 and 9. Now, I have no way of knowing what others have said to you, or better yet, what you have said to yourself. But I know that you are his, and I know that he has redeemed you from every lie that you tell yourself, 
from every negative word that anyone has ever said about you. We often recognize God as a healer. And we do so by limiting healing to our body. Like, oh, you know, he healed me from this sickness. He healed my broken leg. But I've learned not to box his healing in and just say that he can only heal my body. I believe that one of his greatest gifts is his ability to heal and renew our minds. So I challenge you today to sit with those journal prompts and get honest with yourself. And I challenge you today to invite him in and to allow him to help you recreate your identity and challenge the things that you've thought about yourself, the names you or others have called yourself. I challenge you to forgive yourself for not doing this sooner, not doing it better. And I challenge you to take every thought captive as it says in its word. Thank you so much for listening to today's show. Don't forget to subscribe for notifications about future episodes. I hope today's episode inspired you, reassured you, helped change your outlook, or encouraged you to take one step closer towards your more. If today's episode blessed you, don't keep it to yourself. Share it with a friend. Please also consider leaving a review to help us reach more women just like you. Before you go, I have to give you one final reminder, and it's this. You are loved. You are a child of God, and you are meant for more. <laughs>